Hey everyone, it's another edition of Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am Channel Partners' Craig Galbraith, Executive Editor, joined as always by the incomparable and sometimes incomprehensible business development lead, Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? (laughs) Craig, the streak of new introductions continues, and I got to tell you, they are impressive, keeping with the alliteration there, using an I word. Just so good to be here. Uh, I will say, though, Craig, I have been seeing way too much of you lately. You're a great guy and all, but but this is getting to be too much. We just saw each other here at ChannelCon a couple weeks ago, CompTIA's big annual event, and uh, it was a good time. In all honesty, it's always great to see you and, and get to hang out with you. Austin is a great city. CompTIA does a great job. So it was a lot of fun to be in ChannelCon, uh, catching up with a lot of our uh, friends in the industry, clients, some prospects. I spent some time on 6th Street with you and our VP of Sales, Brian Snortheim. It was great to see you get up with the band and sing some Pour Some Sugar on me, although I didn't know you had those kind of vocal cords. I know you have the radio voice for DJing, but I didn't know you could sing like that. But uh, I didn't no, know just, it either. <laughs> just just a really well done event and of course i did spend some time and as did you in the lobby bar after hours doing all that air quote networking that was getting done (laughs) uh drinking all those air quote diet cokes as we like to discuss but no and and it was a great time and and just a lot of fun to be in austin yeah and if you thought i was on stage singing Def leopard i think you were in some sort of parallel dimension true You, you might not have gotten up to sing it but we definitely heard a band do it they did a pretty good job, I thought. Now, Craig, while I was hitting the expo hall floor, you know, trying to see some of our clients and prospects, I understand you were uh, in some of the session rooms and conducting some interviews. You want to tell the audience a little bit about that? I think I mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago that CompTIA invited me to moderate a session on SaaS sales. So that was really informative. Uh, they packed the room for that one. I don't think it was because I was there, but it was more about uh, the topic. I think the uh, title was uh, How to Make Your SaaS Sales Profitable. So I joke that anytime you got the word profit in a session title, you're bound to pack the room and and no doubt uh, that happened. And the other thing was they invited me to uh, get interviewed, actually. They put the uh, shoe on the other foot. So they actually asked me questions on the ChannelCon TV set about the industry keynote delivered by CEO Todd Thibodeau, which was really pretty interesting. He talked about diversity and inclusion in the workplace, and it's a real problem in IT. So he laid out a plan for businesses to greatly improve in this area. So it was was interesting stuff. And hey, Kevin, speaking of CompTIA, uh, we're excited here in a couple weeks on our next podcast. You're going to hear from Carolyn April and Seth Robinson from CompTIA. They have their own podcast called Volley. They've got great personalities. Uh, They're born for a podcast. So we're going to talk with them here in a couple of weeks. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds like a, a very good time, Craig. I just hope they don't outshine us too much and that we can, uh, you know, maintain the volley back and forth with our witty banter as well. Well, it won't be hard to outshine us, but maybe we can come up with a, a few jokes ahead of time and outjoke them. <laughs> That's pretty much the only way we can uh, keep up with anyone these days, it seems like. <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, speaking of Austin, uh, we have our own event that is evolving rapidly, do we not? We sure do, Craig. It's called Channel Partners. It's going to be taking place in Austin, as we said, September 25th to the 28th. And I've got some great news to report. Our attendance numbers early on here in the registration process are tracking way ahead 
of where we were last year and even where we were expecting to be this year, which we always expect to increase our shows year over year. And that's almost surprising because I haven't seen a lot of publicity yet for Coffee with Craig and Kevin on the Expo Hall stage. And I would have thought that would be the big draw. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we're, we're holding that until we get closer to the show, Craig, to get that last minute push that, that every oh, show wants it. to get. But <laughs> in the meantime, though, exhibitors continue to file in and we're getting a lot of new names, which we're always very excited about. One trend that we are seeing, and this is uh, in large part due to your editorial team that you work with, Craig, a lot more of the partner attendees and some of the vendors are actually signing up for the full conference and all access passes, which gives them access to our educational tracks and, and all the content available at Channel partners. Evolution. Could you speak a little bit to that since you're so heavily involved on that side of the business? Yeah, Kevin. So Lorna Gary, our editor-in-chief, has been a big driver of the education sessions like she always is. And we've really got a, a focus on a variety of different topics. I think just about any attendee will find a session or two here that applies to their business. Just to give you a few examples, beat the skills shortage by thinking differently. That's obviously an important topic. Preparing customers for a harsh GDPR reality. So we've got the regulatory angle covered. Public versus private cloud, what's the true TCO? Uh, I'd encourage everyone to just get on the website, channelpartnersevolution.com, take a look at some of the great speakers we have lined up for these sessions. And I think no doubt that uh, you'll want to get signed up for a full conference pass. It'll be well worth your while. We also have an all-access pass going on this fall in Austin, and that's because we're going to have four different tracks going on at our pre-conference day, which is Monday the 25th. In addition to our first ever Evolution Invitational Golf Tournament. So come on out early, enjoy Austin, and get some good education and some golfing and networking done. Because at the end of that day, we're also going to have the Channel Partners pre-conference reception that is also open to any first-time Channel Partner attendee. So that's also going to be a great time. And that way, everybody's already in town and ready to start rocking with the Tuesday morning keynote and free breakfast. Woohoo! <laughs> that sounds great. Let <laughs> Let me just say that the Expo Hall will also be phenomenal. Two words, food trucks, Craig. Ooh, looking forward to that. I can picture you hitting every food truck in the place because no one can stand up at a reception and eat a plate of food like you. You are an outstanding stand-up eater. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, and I, I try to network as well. So not only do I stand up and eat, I also try and talk, but not with my mouth full. See, I'm the guy that always gets something stuck in his teeth or something stuck on his shirt um, when, I, when I try to do that. So I always wait till basically everybody's done before I go in and get my plate. In addition to having the food trucks, I just got to be real quick here. We do have a co-located event with Channel Partners Evolution, and that is SDXE, or Software Defined Enterprise. And you're going to see roughly a 1,000 end-user enterprise IT folks uh, coming through there, all ready to talk about the software-defined marketplace and, and all the big things happening there. That expo hall is going to be right next to ours at Evolution. Your badges are going to get you into that show as well, at least for the expo hall, not for the content. Just another great place to go and see what's going on in the software-defined space, Craig. So it's going to be a full-blown tech festival. That is awesome. Awesome. We're going to pack them in. Looking forward to it. Hey, Craig, with all this talk of evolution, I believe our first guest can speak very intelligently to that because the cable market has been evolving rapidly for decades now. All right, Kevin, pleased to 
welcome our first guest to the show, Craig Schlagbaum, Vice President of Indirect Channels with Comcast Business. Craig, how are you? Hey, I'm great and excited for another uh, Channel Partners Evolution uh, event and excited to share some new updates with everyone. Hey, we're excited to hear them and we're really glad you're here. Uh, Kevin, now that uh, it's the Craig and Craig show, you can just take off. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, Craig. You've been dreaming of that. Craig Galbraith, you've been dreaming of that for uh, years now, I guess. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. Well, Craig, thank you again for for joining. I just want to kick things off with uh, Channel Partners Evolution right around the corner. We're going to have so many new first-time attendees as we get more MSPs and VARs within the space, in addition to our traditional audience of telco agents. And I just wondered if you can give a high-level overview of what the partnership opportunity with cable and Comcast is like for some of these solution providers that might not be in the communication space just yet. Well, that's a great question, and uh, the opportunity is huge. I think, ultimately, the end users in today's world making the pivot to this digital services revolution have to have robust connectivity in anything that they do or their solution is going to be compromised. And so Mm -hmm. their participation in these solutions is, frankly, mandatory because the customer is going to demand it of them, whether they want to actively be involved in it or refer it to some agent that can do it for them, they're going to have to be involved in it. And with regards to Comcast, we believe we have the best last mile data products in the world in total. So from a connectivity standpoint in our footprint and those of our cable brethren, we believe we've got the most robust solution for that. And our bandwidth now scales to gigabit coax. We've launched uh, what we call Doxis 3.1 and by the end of the year, it'll be in all the markets Comcast serves. And that's going to give customers the ability to use coax for you know, around $500 for, for a gigabit circuit. So there's pretty much no solution that we couldn't solve for a given customer that the MSP and VAR is working with. And in addition to that, at Channel Partners Evolution, we'll be doing an event on the 26th from 9 to noon, giving our roadmap for those partners on how they can introduce SD-WAN solutions for those clients so they can sell our SD-WAN product both on and off net and then utilize our last mile products and our fiber products to satisfy those customers. So I I think it's a critical turning point for the channel in general that we're moving in this space. We're the first cable company to do it. And in addition, I think these MSPs and bars are going to have to move their customers off of MPLS networks and onto SD-WAN networks to get with the, the new kind of digital evolution that we're moving towards. Drill down on that a little bit, Craig, talking about SD-WAN and uh, how you guys got into the game and uh, what maybe you as a cable co can offer in this area that some of your uh, competition can't. Yeah, well, I think the marriage of our network and the integration of our SD-WAN into the back office systems of our network differentiates it from an over-the-top play. We're using Versa as the key software company that's driving the product, but that's only part of the story. When blended with our last mile data connectivity that I talked about earlier, as well as what we believe is a world-class portal, one of the best portals in the business, it's available in an app, a mobile app, as well as online anywhere. And the customers can manage down to whatever level of detail they want down to the application level. It's a very intuitive application that was developed by some of the same people that work on Xfinity for our residential offerings. And we think those combinations of factors, along with our footprint and that dense network, is why our offering is going to be different than the myriad of SD-WAN companies that are out there today. And it's a building block, too, where we can add unified threat management and other solutions to it. So it's, it's a point where we're just jumping off of 
and our SD-WAN platform will be the basis for many other services down the road, all of which MSPs and VARs will want to participate in. And we think that, you know, that's why they'll be actively involved in it. We're doing a kickoff meeting next week about this product. And we, we sold out the first event online. So we now have to add another one. That's how much interest there is. And I think there'll be equally a lot at the Channel Partner Evolution event. You know, Craig, speaking of all the competition in the SD-WAN space, some of the big wireless players are going to be getting into it as well with uh, 5G coming right down the road. Is this a concern for Comcast and, you know, others within the cable marketplace? Not really, no. You know, 5G is going to certainly have its purpose, but, you know, there's a distance sensitivity issue there. And we don't know any of the SLAs or any of the pricing that's going to go along with that. So when you're talking about you know, healthcare, or finance, or other intensive applications where they just can't go down, I think they're going to want a hardwired connection no matter what. And wireless, while it's going to provide more connectivity, more bandwidth uh, in more places, there's going to be issues for certain kind of customers for that. There's certain customers that will fit real well, and I'm sure of that. But there's going to be a lot of others who want a wired connection now and for the foreseeable future, particularly with fiber, of course, as well. So 5G will have its purpose, but at the same time, Comcast, of course, we have millions and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots, and we've actually, so much so, we've launched our own residential wireless service that uses the Wi-Fi hotspots of our network and then uses off-net providers when you can't reach those hotspots. So, you know, I think it's going to be a combination world out there, and there's certainly be a place for 5G, but there's going to be a big place for cable as well. Greg, you recently blogged on our sister site, Talking Cloud, a little bit about uh, Comcast actually becoming an IT company. I think it was a Fortune ranking. How did that come to be, and, and what do you find uh, interesting about that? Yeah, that's a great question, I, and I really wrote that article when I saw this come out in the rankings. You know, at 2001 timeframe, on that same list, the only company that was an IT-based company in the top list was IBM. And now, fast forward 15, 17 years later... Comcast is, is on that list as one of the largest companies that's based on IT. And the same list, the, the number one is Apple, and there's AWS and Google on that list as well. But I think it's indicative of just the massive shift that has occurred in the last 15 years from the way things were to the way they are. When, when a company like ours is actually larger than IBM, you know something's changed. And obviously, the network's become a fundamental critical element to all of what's happening in, in the new world. And we think that that is really important for us. And, you know, we no longer are really a cable company as such. We, we are more of a communications company and content company, but we have a state-of-the-art network that goes with that. And that's what's allowing us to fulfill a big part of what is needed in this digital transformation, because without a network, you don't have that transformation. So it's become more critical and we've only just begun to power that network up. We can get to gigabit speeds, but that's not our limitation. Cable can go well beyond that. Um, we can drive the network much higher than just a gigabit if we want to down the road. And so uh, I think it's just leading to a new world order on what's important. And when you see the names of companies that are on that list that weren't even in existence 15 years ago, you can see where the world's moving. Craig, as you alluded to, digital transformation, or I like the way you referred to it earlier as digital evolution for obvious reasons uh, with our show coming up. But uh, <laughs> can you tell our audience uh, just a little bit more? You've alluded to some of the things you're doing at the show, but a little more about what they can expect to see from Comcast at Evolution, as well as some of the other cable codes that'll be there, because we know you like to partner up and do some things together as well. 
Yeah, certainly. We'll have our, our normal uh, kickoff on the 25th. Uh, we'll have a VIP partner reception for the common cable partners across the country as a beginning of the event. And I mentioned earlier that we're going to have that special product roadmap breakfast briefing, which is open to anyone from nine to noon on the 26th. And that's going to be all about the the power and simplicity of, of SD-WAN and how Comcast Solutions is going to be part of that. And we'll do a lot of the, the standard meetings as well. And we've got a dinner that's an invite only for some of our top partners on the 26th. But the main thing is that our, our whole team will be there to meet with any partner. So if, if any partner is interested in working with us, the, their channel manager can set up the meetings. I know that our brethren at Charter and all the other cable companies will be there with us uh, kicking it off as we have been. That's been always been a great event when we launched the show. And that whole event sets the stage for the rest of the meetings, which for me end up being 15 meetings a day. It's crazy, but uh, it's awesome to meet all the partners and see them all and spend time with them and explain our strategy and and how they can be a part of it. And actually that, that event for me has birthed a lot of new relationships that didn't exist before. So it's always great to find some of the new partners and, and get things rolling with them and how they can be part of this, this world order that we're trying to create um, and the opportunity that they have in front of them. I always like to ask you about uh, consolidation when we get you for an interview, Craig, and we've seen more and more of it since we talked to you last time. But in addition to those things that are actually happening, why do you think that it's about every month or two that we hear some wild speculation about Comcast buying somebody or or being bought, uh, whether it's a wireless company or whether it's some other player in the business? Why is that uh, seem to always be at the forefront? Yeah, it seems that everyone's looking for more scale and companies, not just on our side, but even on the uh, traditional IT side, continue to merge like Dell and EMC and uh, HP has changed their model and so on. You know, you continue to see that. And of course, you see a lot of it in the telecom space. What once was many, many providers is now a select few. And you're going to have some of the ILEX coming together with level three and you've seen XO and Verizon. So I I think it's part of what's going on in the industry and people are building for scale. I think there are those out there that would like us to have a wireless network. And we're doing that obviously with our residential service, but it's more optimizing the Wi-Fi network and the hotspots we have all over the the country, the millions of Wi-Fi hotspots than it is our own uh, wireless network. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Time will tell. But I think there's always going to be opportunities out there for consolidation in in this industry. We're going to continue to see it, whether it's us or other ones. People are looking for more scale. And uh, that's what I think is driving all this and the ability to service customers with multiple products. We'll continue to develop like we are. We're, We're obviously doing what we're doing with our network, continuing to build it out and offering new services like SD WAN and others. And regardless of any consolidation or any acquisition, we're going to keep doing that and keep evolving to satisfy the needs of our common customers and partners out there. So uh, for us, it's an exciting time. And you know, I can't say how much excitement I've had, but this is probably the show coming up is going to be one of the best of all, because I think this whole SD-WAN evolution is going to be a major quantum shift. And it's going to allow a whole new cadre of partners to participate in our ecosystem. So I think we've got a lot going on, regardless of any kind of M&A activity. We'll stay tuned and we'll let you know if there's anything going on in the future. But for right now, we're very busy with what we got. You know, Craig, this has been outstanding information for our partners listening in. And again, as you said, Comcast will have multiple meeting locations going on at the show. Chances to catch up with everything that you're doing 
So uh, be sure to look for Craig and the Comcast team when you're at Channel Partners Evolution. And and we just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to join us today, Craig. Hey, always a pleasure to be with you and appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Craig. Have a good one. After that interview, Craig, I have to say that Mr. Schlagbaum lived up to the Craig name much better than Mr. Galbraith does. For some reason, I knew that was coming. What I was going to say as a rebuttal, I'm glad that segment of the podcast is over because now you'll no longer get confused with who's talking. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on that. You can't handle more than one Craig on this podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on that. I can't handle more than one other person on this podcast. I have no idea what's <laughs> going on when we do these things. In all seriousness, though, Craig, uh, you can find Craig Schlagbaum and the rest of the Cable Co's on the Expo Hall floor, as always, at Channel Partners Evolution, as well as in their meeting rooms and throughout the uh, event. All right, Kevin, very pleased now to introduce one of our own team, our own Buffy Naylor, Managing Editor for Channel Partners. Buffy, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I understand you've brought along a guest of your own today. You're kind of hijacking the podcast. What's up with that? Well, we are here to tell you about the Veterans Channel Partners program. I'm going to give you a little background on the program, what it is, how it got started, and then I will introduce you to, well, I'll do it now, Glenn Brennison, who is going to be working with us. program started kind of on an informal basis at the spring 2016 show when uh, Michael Goodenough brought a couple of veterans, military veterans, with him so that they could just get a feel for the industry, meet people, look around. And it went so well that it was repeated at the fall show in D.C., but this time they used female veterans. And we enlisted the help of Callie Henderson and women in the channel to add another dimension to the background for the women. And again, it went so well that third time we did it this past spring in Las Vegas. And this time we brought in a sponsor, Granite communications. And thanks to their help, we were able to offer the veterans travel, hotel, and incidentals. We were also able to increase the program to 11 people. And we once again worked with women in the channel. We also worked with Cloud Girls. And we got mentors from Carrier Access, Cellular Optimization, CenturyLink, Clarify 360, Effortless Office, Navalo, Plant River Networks, Richardson Communications, Telecom Quotes, and WTG. This fall, we are going to Austin, and we managed to find an outstanding Austin-based organization called Train Our Troops, which is Glenn's organization, to partner with. And at this point, I will turn it over to Glenn to tell you about his organization. Thanks, Buffy. I'm the president of a nonprofit veteran organization called Train Our Troops. And just to give a little bit of background to get into what we actually do, last year, nearly one in three employed veterans said that they're underemployed or in a low-paying job. And that number was up almost 24% from 2015, according to a career builder survey. So add to that, many of the jobs that are targeted to veterans are low-skilled and therefore low-paying, which sets up veterans for poverty and struggle versus success. So you always hear about firms saying they're hiring veterans, but what they're not saying is that the positions that they have open are usually lower paying positions. And I don't know about you, but if I sacrificed eight years of my life to fight for this country, I don't think I'd want a minimum paying job when I return. But unfortunately, that's what's happening to many of our military professionals when the transition to the civilian workforce. So Train Our Troops is changing all that with the help of organizations like Channel Partners And we provide U.S. veterans and their spouses with free advanced online training and certification solutions to give them a competitive advantage in the civilian market and ignite their careers. 
So Train Our Troops really focuses on getting veterans assessed, trained, prepared, and engaged in the marketplace to obtain those solid positions to better support their families and excel in their individual careers. We want to ensure that veteran families remain strong in a challenging work environment and be successful in any organization or profession. We don't just want to help veterans get jobs. Our goal is to provide a higher quality of life for veterans by giving them the training they need to get higher quality and higher paying positions within organizations. And the same applies to their spouse. We want to lift the entire veteran family unit up, and it's the least that we can do for people that we're willing to put their life on the line for our freedoms. So we have all the online courses that were written by professionals in the industry. They were professionally voiced and produced, and we have templates with each course to give them the steps on how to implement those solutions within their organization. And it's all on an online platform for veterans anywhere in the world, and they can take these courses via their phones, laptops, iPads, PCs, wherever they have access to the internet. So again, these courses are free to veterans and their spouses, and these are courses that are in demand by organizations. For an example, implementing a customer experience program, or how to do the proper SWOT analysis, or how to handle difficult customers. Veterans can take one course or get additional knowledge in just you know many courses, and they can take our certifications where we've grouped similar courses together in a roadmap to allow them to be certified in a certain area. So although we're based in Austin, Texas, we have a global reach with our program. And once they're trained, we actually have services where companies like eBay come to us and want to employ the veterans and spouses that have gone through our training. And we actually built out eight courses for eBay to train these veterans in advance of having an interview with them. And eBay is currently working with us to do various courses with various employees. So that's just one example of the a lot of the cool things that we do to bring awareness to our veterans and help them get higher paying jobs that they deserve. Glenn, that is outstanding stuff. And and I just want to say on behalf of Craig, I think, and the majority of our audience, thank you for the role you're playing to help our veterans that deserve all of our thanks and for kind of alleviating some of the stresses that they shouldn't have to deal with after being in such a stressful situation within the military. It's something that's very near and dear to my heart as my little brother is currently stationed in Germany. That's his home base. He's been in many other places that I I can't talk about. But um, my dad was a veteran as well. So really, thank you so much for what you're doing there. And that leads me to my question, you know, what role will veterans at Channel Partners and Train Our Troops have at Channel Partners Evolution? And are there opportunities for, you know, other companies beyond the sponsors to to meet these veterans and talk to them and, and learn more about what they're experts in or will be experts in uh, moving down the line? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Buffy mentioned some of the sponsors, the great sponsors that are going to the Channel Partner event. These people have sponsored these veterans, and they're going to be there. We have T-shirts being done for all of them so that everybody can recognize who they are, since we're going to be flying in 10 from our local chapters around the U.S., and then we'll probably be having 15 to 20 from our local Austin chapter. Train Our Troops will also have a booth there, so I'm sure we'll kind of stand out as not being technology-related and people wondering what's going on. But we'll be there to tell them you know, what Channel Partners is doing with us and, and how they're helping the veterans and what those sponsors actually contributed to. And we'll have every one of our people there. So we'll probably have two to three people doing the booth. We've got the 10 that are flying in and we have the 20 local. So we'll literally have probably 35 to 38 people there 
with those shirts on to to make sure that people understand that we're getting them trained, they're moving on to other companies, and they can actually interact with them. So we have various events going on. As Buffy mentioned, there's a mentor piece going on with each one of these veterans. And we're also holding nightly events from local organizations as well for these veterans to entertain them and make them feel part of the overall program. So we just want to make sure that we're there for them once the event comes and goes, that we're mm-hmm. actually there to place them. So, yeah, it, it's a great opportunity. I can't thank Channel Partners enough. And I think this is really opening up a lot of things down here with the visibility of the veteran programs and to get these, these guys and girls trained on things that are relevant to organizations and make them valuable. Yeah, this program just keeps getting bigger and better. And I know with Train Our Troops involvement and uh, all the work that's being put into this, that it's going to be a really fabulous opportunity for veterans coming up at our show. So thank you uh, for your insight there, Glenn. As long as we got Buffy here, Buffy, I wanted to ask you on another topic. Uh, you run our Channel Partners 360 Awards, and we've got a deadline coming up for that. You want to talk about that and the uh, opportunities that uh, partners have to uh, put in an application? Yes. If I can, though, I want to take a step backwards and say that Granite Communications has stepped forward again this show to be the sponsor. And I don't think I got that in. And I really do want to thank them because we wouldn't really wouldn't be able to do it without them. But if anybody else wants to step up, we are more than welcoming to them. So, okay, now on to CP360. Yeah, the deadline is August 15th. There is an awards page on the website where you can download the application. If you can't find it or if you have questions, people are free to contact me. It's buffy.nailer at informa.com. I'll answer your questions and give you all the help I can. And any type of partner can apply for that award from an agent to of our MSP consultants. Isn't that right? Yes. And it's channel partners only. It's not vendors. It's not suppliers. This is intended specifically of channel partners, regardless of size, regardless of the number of years you've been in the industry. What we're looking for is somebody who did something that only they could do. Look what we did. It's basically... Absolutely. Providing holistic telecom and IT solutions. That's what we're looking for. Kevin? Yeah, Buffy and Craig, I I would say after reading through some of the case studies when we gave out the awards at the last event, Craig, uh, some of these uh, partners are doing really amazing things for these end user clients. Yeah, they are. And no doubt. Some people get a little like, what do you mean by holistic? Don't sell them technology, sell them a solution. Look at the problem and figure out how to fix the problem, not figure out what products you have that you can sell them. Legitimately improve Those their are- business. Yes, there has to be a value to what you bring to them other than saving money, although nobody's ever going to be upset with that part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Those are absolutely the best applications that come in. Buffy, Glenn, thank you so much for your time. It's great to hear more about the Veterans Program, and I can't believe we've done this, what, three or four times now, and we're really looking forward to uh, that continuing to be a real staple of our show. So thank you both for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and many thanks as well to train our troops for the things you're doing every day beyond your uh, relationship with channel partners. That was a great interview with Buffy and Glenn. You know, it's nice to do something, even though if it's on the small side, to benefit the people that deserve it the most. Funny the timing that we're talking about this because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, my little brother is stationed in Germany and has gone through several deployments while over there. So it's been a few years since we've seen him here in the States, but he's actually getting some leave at the end of this month. So I'm going to be seeing him for a few days in late August. Uh, We're going to go visit at my parents' place up in Pennsylvania. So I can't wait for that. Tying into the last podcast, we did. It'll be right after I go see Kenny Loggins in concert. My life is really revolving around this podcast, which is kind of scary for me, I got to be honest. 
yeah, and then just a month after that, uh, we'll be there for Channel Partners. September 25th through the 28th in Austin, Texas. We're really looking forward to seeing everyone. And want to remind you, if you want to listen to the archive of these podcasts, we've been doing these for about a year and a half now. So we've got a pretty good archive stacked up there on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store and search Channel Partners Online. You're going to find all of the coffees with Craig and Kevin. Or is it Coffee with Craig and Kevin's? I'm not sure about that. I'm going to have to think about that. Meantime, let's hope they're uh, not multiple Kevins. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Hey, Kevin, before we go, I've got one more question for you. You were talking about your brother earlier. Is he heavy? Can't believe I agreed to ask you that question. It's got to be the worst song of all time. Craig, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. He hit it.